Welcome to State of Health Podcast. This is your host, J-Mart. On this podcast, I will share my knowledge and experience as a personal trainer and health coach and talk about my interests and experiments in physical training, nutrition, and other lifestyle factors involved in health. On this episode of the podcast, I am joined by my Brazilian jiu-jitsu professor, Gabriel Serra, to talk about his experiences in training martial arts most of his life, starting with judo at the age of nine. Professor Gabriel holds a black belt in both judo and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. We talked about the similarities and differences of the two martial arts and how cross-training between them improved his game. I also learned a little bit about the history of how these martial arts were developed. Professor Gabriel also shared how martial arts opened opportunities in his life that he would not have had otherwise, such as moving to different parts of the world like the United Arab Emirates and now Canada. I also asked Professor Gabriel how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can be used to improve health and fitness. We talked about the various aspects of health such as physical activity, nutrition, sleep, environment, and social connections, and their relationship with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So if all that sounds interesting, then this podcast episode is for you. Just before we get started, this is a reminder that you can get started with my free bodyweight training program, Body Basics, which requires no equipment by going to subscribepage.com slash bodybasics. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Hit subscribe if you like the content and hit the notification bell too. If you're listening through a podcast app, could you please share the podcast with a friend who may also enjoy listening and discussing it with you? All right, here's the episode. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on another episode of State of Health. Today I have a very special guest, my coach Gabriel from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from the gym that I go to. Welcome to the show, Gabriel. Thank you for joining me. Hey, John. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I want to have you on to talk about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and its um, role in in health and fitness. Mm-hmm. That's what this show is really about. It's about health and fitness and uh, all the different aspects that are involved. It's a large topic, obviously. It incorporates a lot of different uh, subjects, and I think one of them is you know physical preparedness, and that you know, can be achieved through martial arts. And one of those martial arts is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and you're an expert, so I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Let me just ask you a little bit about your background. Like, how old were you when you first got involved in martial arts? Oh, man. Martial arts, when I start, I was nine. I was around 97. was judo, my first sport, actually, by accident. And uh, I started Jiu-Jitsu... To help me in my in my, in my judo was 2002. I was 14. Okay, so you did five years of just judo, and judo is a little bit different from jujitsu. The way you kind of described it to me is judo is the standing part, and then when somebody gets a takedown and gets somebody down to the mat, that's when jujitsu starts. If you were to describe it that way, if you think about it, jujitsu and judo, there is like a lot of things similar. It's pretty much the same thing if you remove the rules and just looking forward for the technique. But imagine the lazy side from a side is completely opposite side and inverse versa. Like judo, they train a lot stand-ups and then looking too much forward to go to the ground because the rules don't help much. So right now they have more time to work in the ground. But for example, when I was training, it was like a few seconds and done. You said stand-up. Mm-hmm. But we we able to submit the guys in the ground after you complete 15. Uh, and jiu-jitsu, you start stand-up, but you can just grab the gi and sit down and do your, your guard game. Like You don't need to be... You don't need to do a throw to be a world champion. 
in yeah. a sense but it's kind of weird even you have the technique there even want to development yourself some people really just avoid it i'm, I'm talking about jiu-jitsu players jiu-jiteiro yes. uh-huh. in brazil yeah uh looking to train judo like right now i think they they open more their minds because the the level of course going higher and, and higher and uh, when you have your, your game all feel it mm-hmm. you have more possibility to one or moving forward for you in, in your practice if you're looking for the aspect of competition. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of very, so similar that if you're looking to get better at jiu-jitsu, you, you can train a little bit of judo to at least enrich that part of your game. My game, trust me, is the way I get a lot, I get a better a lot, of course, because I'm training jiu-jitsu, but my mentality I get it from judo, the basic I get it from judo is like pretty much my, my base game when I train. Mm-hmm. And uh, one comes from another. From Ronaldo? One comes from another. Oh, you know sorry, I mean? one comes from the other. <laughs> <laughs> one comes from another. Sorry, English, bad English. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but like judo was created in T82, but based off a uh, uh, martial arts called Jiu Jitsu, without I. Mm-hmm. Like a thousand years ago, I think they trained the samurai training for go to the war, but they missed a lot of times between that because it was the. I don't know if I'm something wrong, but the AG era, like when the samurai was gone, mm-hmm. so they don't need to train anymore. They don't have more samurais. Don't have nothing. So why am I training? So they they turn thugs. So mm-hmm. go to the streets, start to, mm-hmm. to get and pay for do same things, and the, they use the technique they have from before. But the guy make the big change of that, in my opinion, the main guy for judo, even for jujitsu, be the way they are right now. Is a Japanese guy called Jigoro Kano was the creator of judo. So, Kano, Kano, Jigoro Kano. He was, he was, he was, he was a really big guy in Japan at the time. He got even to be a minister of education for quite a time. So he 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 removed a lot of stuff from jujitsu, like things can hurt people. Okay. And uh, create judo throws, mm-hmm. uh, submissions, and they use this based off the way to show the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. What is Japan? Japan was mm. judo was the representation of Japan, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu is for us. Right. And then they send a lot of students around the world. Mm. One of those guys hit in North America, guys, but they get in Brazil too. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Matsumaeda, and they start to the, the link with the Grace family, mm-hmm. and uh, I can be like three hours talk about that. <laughs> no but problem. No problem. Getting yeah, the Grace, the Grace is the consider of the creation of jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. so based Him off his, his, his mentality actually they say like uh, Carlos Grace was training more judo but imagine mm-hmm. he, you know what he does today in guard mm-hmm. Eli Grace created that right you know what I mean the, the way to use your bad judo create the will mm-hmm. Eli Grace create the jerk you know the way you lift the car yeah yeah the yeah. leverage yeah yeah, you know yeah, yeah they yeah. find the leverage there but uh, they have these from, from before but mm-hmm. judo don't care about ground Right. So jiu-jitsu see that that mm-hmm. option, they start development and get mm-hmm. the, the lab we have right now. And mm-hmm. judo was more stand-up, so mm-hmm. you can see the difference between that, but it's like two trees with the same roots, I can tell. I get it, I get it. And so what drew you to jiu-jitsu? Was it, did you already have a black belt in judo by the time you no, transitioned? No, no, no. I was green belt and I hate jiu-jitsu actually because there is a lot of animosity in that time between both sports. I'm from oh, Rio, yeah. so imagine the 90s when the jiu-jitsu started coming up in Brazil, 
the Grace family was fight against everybody down there. And the same times on nice for the news. Imagine I was like 12, 11, have a dinner like 8 p.m. with my family and the news coming, Jiu-Jitsu fighter, murdered somebody at a club. Really? I swear. Wow. And uh, man, that's a sport and touch training. <laughs> You're crazy. But I bet even, she loved hearing that. <laughs> even that, even that for the for the judokas because it was the revolt against both for, for many years. They say, ah, I'm going to train jiu-jitsu. Why? You have judo. So they kind of put this in your mind. So I remember mm. my professors back at the time say, don't say bad things, but they don't, don't, they don't agree to go. Mm-hmm. They didn't encourage you doing jujitsu, but like I said, I was that is an age. I started I was nine, so when you move to fifteen, you allowed to do a submissions, a choke, and there was compete. So I got a trouble on the ground, mm-hmm. and oh man, I need to train that. And at that time, I had a friend. He just started to train judo, but his his father was a professor of jujitsu, Eduardo, and he invited me. Let's go training. And I show up in the first time in my class, my life. I was mm-hmm. a green belt, my green belt of judo, but. Imagine Green Belt Jiu Jitsu is like the, the black belt of the kids because they have been training for a long time. Uh-huh. I remember a guy down there, it's my friend until now, Genui. Uh, first row of my life, uh-huh. Jiu Jitsu, footlong. Oh, Direct. God. First in 14. That's a, that's a hard <laughs> lesson. <laughs> my first <laughs> class in my life, like I come back come home, like yeah. with my knees bad. That was probably hurting for a week. <laughs> no, no, but you know what hurt more when I, when I fell first on my biceps? Oh god! Oh man, that's from bad. an armbar. No, a, a bicep stroke. They kind of trap your arm oh, and they're hitting okay. your muscle. But oh, I was a white belt. <laughs> I mean, Brazil was roughing before. Uh huh. But yeah, I was I was using jujitsu to to feel my 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 problem in judo. But mm-hmm. I keep training like not much as a training judo because it was my main thing at the time. Mm-hmm. I get like scholarship based off judo. And but I get my graduation both. You know what I mean? So I get my black belt in judo was twenty two, two thousand ten. Wow. From nine to twenty two. Yeah. And then I get my black belt in jujitsu. Thirteen years. In two thousand fourteen. And that was from jiu-jitsu. when you were fifteen fifteen years old to two thousand four, you said? Two thousand fourteen. Fourteen, sorry. Fourteen. So yeah, two thousand two to two thousand fourteen. Okay, so another 12 years there. And then I moved to Abu Dhabi. So yeah, that was the question I was going to ask is uh, what kind of opportunities did learning martial arts open up for you? A lot, actually. Like, I don't, I never, nobody in my family is involved with, with martial arts in general, but my, my both parents who is involved uh, with athletes in different sports. My mother was a runner. She was training with a kind of high-performer athletes for quite a time. And my father was, uh, he is really popular in my, in my neighborhood when I was a grow up, handball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I there is a it's small club. in Europe too, but and not the, in North America. They train, it's so violent. Jesus, if you think you're just really? violent, that's violent as hell. I remember, because I played here in the school. We studied in the same school, my father and me. Okay, cool. And there's a kind of popular that the, the sport they pass, and it's still down there, even now. Yeah. I remember compete for the, the, the for the tournaments in the schools. Man, I come like, hurt legs purple eyes because they punch me in his hand <laughs> yeah. the, the people tell about jiu-jitsu is violent jiu-jitsu is like the gentle art <laughs> yeah. yeah if you practice correctly yeah sure <laughs> you know that <laughs> but yeah I remember first opportunity like a martial arts opened for me was a scholarship from a really expensive school in Rio at the time 
and there was been nothing. Wow. Just through through fight for that. Mm-hmm. And, and what did they have? So it's in addition to learning uh, judo, did you also have like classes that you're learning at the same time, like additional education, or just the- no? I, do, I I did my 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 high school, my my I don't know how that's called here, but university I, I, college. I, I moved to university. I got a scholarship from university as well because of judo, mm-hmm. and uh, like started that way. But I never imagined it be that. I never like you know that for example. Abu Dhabi right now because there is so much people down there and there are a lot of money. The people are oh, this is my dream be there if I'm a jiu-jitsu player because I can live a jiu-jitsu lifestyle. I never dreamed that. Mm-hmm. I never know where is Abu Dhabi before I do my interview in my life before. Yeah, yeah. This like so you, for people who don't know, Abu Dhabi is like a like a mecca almost of like jiu-jitsu where they have the Abu Dhabi championships and basically the best uh, players uh, arrive and. The winner of that is almost considered like a world champion, am I right? Yeah, they, they, they have a federation down there, they, they do awards, but the difference down there, because they have the awards in California, is like the biggest one, in my opinion. Oh, okay. If you think about like level of athletes, but they think down there, for example, for me to live, imagine if, if my life was, my fight was a kind of period of study. So I did judo, mm-hmm. I'm my middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I moved at middle school before... High school. What, what you had before? Uh, before middle school? Yeah, basic school. Was yeah, like elementary judo. school, yeah. Let's and say. then I moved my middle school judo, jiu-jitsu together. Uh-huh. And I did my master's of jiu-jitsu in, yeah. in Abu Dhabi for four years. Like, wow. just to understand, when I did my interview, there's guys down there already, but with the group I was, was 200 guys in one shot from Brazil to UAE. Oh, wow. And the, and in the capital... Abu Dhabi from UAE was a living like in the city probably they, just down there they have more than 150 black belt coats in my building they have more than 20 black belts imagine the training yeah every yeah. single day 30 black belts in the mat like smash you every yeah. single day yeah I get smashed by blue and purple belts every single time yeah. I go training I can't imagine what it would be like to be in Abu Dhabi with 20 plus black belts <laughs> i never it's a it's a, an, an intense learning period i'm sure but uh some physical uh <laughs> toll that you had to pay i'm sure going no, through that was rough and good at the same time like it's hard down there like especially for brazilian because it's the total opposite culture of us like yeah. we come from <laughs> south america tropical country we have the amazon trees fresh air uh-huh. and open is free yeah, and then we go to Middle East, uh, different country, different religion. They like first time I saw a woman with burka in my life. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. I never saw this before. I was twenty six. Culture shock. A lot, a lot. I was like bikinis, and then after <laughs> yeah. burka, I was, oh man, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Quite the contrast. Quite the contrast. It's hard to. Yeah, I can't imagine. Wow. But yeah, and then. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got the interview just because I was there for do a judo presentation. I was not there for do uh, actually the interview for jujitsu. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So you did four years. How old were you when you moved to Abu Dhabi? Twenty five, two thousand fifteen. Okay, so you were there for four or five years. Four years. Four years. Two thousand nineteen. I changed desert for snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brazil to <laughs> desert to Canada yeah. <laughs> to the snow. So never, another form of culture shock. Huge. That like when I moved to Canada, I feel like the the movies I was watching, 
afternoon in my home was a teenager like <laughs> everything they come from North America for us you know yeah 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 and oh the, like snow mm-hmm. first time I saw snow I was 26 20, no 29 I oh take and God. eat it yeah that's, that's the third week in my life I hate <laughs> I hate already to clean my driveway my <laughs> work back hate <laughs> oh that's hilarious that's a good transition uh to like jujitsu and and health and fitness <laughs> oh man don't tell <laughs> let's, me that driveway talk- is not not healthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk a little bit about that because I personally feel like um well, if we break down health into multiple compo- components, physical activity is one of the major components of staying healthy and being mm-hmm. uh, having a long lifespan or health span. And obviously, when you're doing, doing jujitsu, your physical activity levels are up; they're through the roof. There's a, <laughs> a lot that you're doing, but it doesn't necessarily translate to you, uh, you know, being um, like lack of injuries or. You know, I think you still get strong and you can still get flexible in in certain ways, but you can also do a lot of damage to your body. So, like, um, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about your physical training. Like, did you do a lot of weightlifting uh, as you were as, when you were young? My first contact, like, with straight physical training for sport, because like you can go to the gym just work out, but it's not the same thing if you do diet for what you need. Right. I mean, exactly. I was fifteen with a guy called Marcio Pimentel, he now lives in Orlando, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's the first time he, I was introduced to uh, lift weights. Yeah. No. Okay, all the way from, well, I guess, okay, when you're nine, you're pretty young, so you don't necessarily need to lift weights. But we don't use weights, actually. It was, I remember, it was like for a while, we just like tubs, just to understand the mechanic. And it was like, hey, then, oh my gosh, why that? And then the future, of uh-huh. course, when they start to put the weights, you, you can understand more how Right, how different makes if you you have a good technique for mm. jujitsu doesn't matter what. But oh, that's very interesting. So for a long time you were just practicing months, the actual months. That you know PVC tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PVC pipe. Bah, bah, throw up mm-hmm. like core and mm-hmm. line and have nothing. Here. Mm-hmm. Do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. And you did this well when you were fifteen or even younger when you were like no, nine? no, no. Before I never had a, like a, a training, but like. When I was 13 to 14, I started to just like really mild lift weights. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to this guy. He was a physical preparation for judo. He was, mm-hmm. a, it was a big club in Brazil at the time called Universidade Gama Filho. And uh, actually that, that place is, is, is the previous big, big clubs you have in jiu-jitsu in the world right now. There is a club called GF Team come from that place too. Like, okay. Man, it's a, it was a, it was so, a, the, one of the biggest judo club in Brazil for a while. Okay, so it spun off a lot of uh, successful uh, judo. Imagine you want train twelve guys from the national team, two guys from the Olympic team, uh, a medal Olympic game, a medal Olympic athlete mm-hmm. in the same place from there. Mm-hmm. Like oh. rough times. <laughs> yeah, cool. So you 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 did a lot of. Um, so it sounds like you were like learning clean and jerks and things that are like Olympic weightlifting style lifting. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then what about like just regular um, kind of bodybuilding style lifting? That wasn't that was less important at the time. It wasn't emphasized for athletes. I don't think that's because you you do that you're looking good. If you're looking for the bodybuilding competition, you have to show your muscles the perfect sure. way, and they can judge you. Mm-hmm. For us, muscles can be can be good and bad because you're fighting right. for you have a huge fighting. 
Mm-hmm. The biggest fighting for all the athletes I can guess is against the, the scale. Yeah. Okay. So if I put more more muscle, I'm gonna get a heavier. So mm-hmm. you, it's more how you feel how to fight, you know. So it's a trade-off between muscles and let's say having more muscles and being maybe more spe- speedy, more. Uh, Depends your goal. You know? I know mm-hmm. people kill themselves to to cut weight and it's successful, and I know people move on for another category like over, mm-hmm. and they go go good as well because they don't need to suffer against uh, cut weight. You can see. Uh, I don't know if you guys are looking for UFC, uh, Charles yeah. Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fighting for a while, the category under, but he was so skinny, so weak. He moved through the, the category over, and now he's the world champion. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, eh? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> you just gotta find the right, uh, body weight to compete at, I guess. And so you, you did the specific training and how, like, could you describe a little bit, like, what your training was like? So you got a lot of, like, technique. In the beginning, um, to make sure you have it right, and then what about the stretching? Stretching actually come more in my life after, but not from the physical training. Like mm-hmm. I have, a, I have an aunt. It's a really close friend for our family. I treat, I treat, I treat her as a aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the she's a yoga instructor. Cool. I was 2011. Was University Castelo Branco, and she invited me because she wanted to start to do a, a program with athletes. And then she invited me to go to the class with her. I never did have it before. And I get a shock to how I learned about my body. Yeah. In one class. Amazing. One class. Like I see people invert, yeah. smile, <laughs> and I look to myself like sweating and shaking. Yeah. Like, God, what's going on here? <laughs> the legs just like. Man, like the kakasana, the one you put your, your knees on top of your, your okay, elbow. Like, it's the yeah. basic one. Crow pose, I think we I call that it. in English. I, 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 my Indian is bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a blue belt in English. No <laughs> I am a tough blue belt. <laughs> but After today, you will, um, I might give you your purple belt. <laughs> but I saw like the first class, like, man, this, this is different. Mm-hmm. And then I started to train like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get all the knowledge for, for months and I still doing it to myself. But I remember COVID hit us. I was far from it. She's in Brazil. We, she started to do a online, online Zoom, Zoom. So we okay. getting back. Oh, great. And then like once a week, twice a week, I try to be over even to, to train, train myself. Mm-hmm. And I get the same time if I can pick up and use in my class. Like, mm-hmm. Like you said, we, we was talking earlier about recovering yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, the technique that you're using for, for, for breathing, stretching, mm-hmm. I feel helps me to, to recover much better Yeah, and even to avoid problems in the future because yeah. when you train so much, the problem, in my opinion, is not like how you're training. Of course, it does make different, but if you know how to handle yourself and understand your body because everybody's different of course mm-hmm. you can be that for longer and not hurt exactly you know what I mean because like we have different goals inside to the message mm-hmm. people finish work and go train just for mm-hmm. fun because they, they want to be healthy mm-hmm. or people mm-hmm. train it three times per day seven mm-hmm. times per week because they, they, they look in these eyes the future mm-hmm. yeah it's like what you were saying before the, what is the, your goal when you're when you're training is it lifestyle is it uh right now uh, no no i'm no, just uh, in generally okay. speaking like when you're doing jujitsu are you doing it because 
you want to do it for fun? Is it because you want to compete? Is it just because like you don't have any other activity you're doing and you think you can fill your time with this and, and get healthy? Like it's very important questions to ask yourself and then have an answer because based on the answer, then you can determine what kind of training you should be doing and how hard you should be going and whether you need to supplement the jujitsu training with yoga training or stretching or all this other stuff, right? Because if you kind of like what I was describing to you before, if I were to just do jujitsu and not take care of my body from like the damage that I'm receiving from training, then it would take me a lot longer to recover and I might not want to come back to train as, as frequently as I am. But because I have this knowledge of how to take care of my, my body when I can like feel aches and pains, especially around the neck. That's <laughs> when, you, when you're doing jiu-jitsu, the neck is going to suffer. So you need to learn how to tend to it, how to make it feel better, how to stretch it, and how to strengthen it. Uh, and um, if you don't do those things, like, like I said, it's going to be you're not going to want to come back to doing jujitsu as much unless you have that burning passion inside of you that makes you want to, makes you want to train, which, you know, it, I feel like I'm getting that, <laughs> but there's, there's a huge, I feel like mountain or obstacle to overcome with the physical damage that's happening from actually doing it because you are just going, you know, as hard as you can with another person to try to choke each other or submit with, you know, uh, arm bars or whatnot. So, like it's interesting to me that you did the physical training for a long time but it, the stretching wasn't introduced to you as a way to recover and until much later in your life yeah like they they of course everybody tell hey you need to stretch you need to stretch but nobody was never there and they say let's stretch that way and, and see how you feel you know what mm -hmm. I mean you need someone to hold your hand almost. like for example yeah I was I was doing big clubs so and I was not the main guy I was far Mm -hmm. was young training try to get him better and be in in the top of the place but you can compare with with a guy who was 24 Olympic games but it was it was brief in the same year you know what I mean um fighting specifically in Brazil uh we see a lot of people like successful right now like big guys like Andre Galvão is, is a guy I can tell in, because I know I don't know him personally, but I know his history. He's from São Paulo, but his professor's from Rio, so he was traveling week every week to Rio, so like wow. seven hours inside a bus wow. to be there seven seven a.m. train like a crazy in the beach, go the after train the gym, and train I don't know what in the industry train after, but like. Far from home, young, blue belt, trained like crazy, and then compete at uh, the competitions, the weekends. Like every single week, weekends, you can find a competition in Rio. That's amazing dedication. Yeah, but he's now had the biggest academy in the world. Uh, he's the he's the owner of Atos, and uh, pay back. You know what I mean, like right, right. He, I don't. I think he never expect that. Even like everybody, right now, people training or do go to just because they have the same goals. Mm -hmm. But a few people, my generation, even from before, just does because they like it. Don't have nothing better to do, and uh, he finds jujitsu, judo, whatever the sport they find it for their life, and put these eyes up, up, the patient from this. Like, of course, you need the resource, you need help. Mm -hmm. But if you like, if you want, if you want to make this work, we'll move on. And mm -hmm. uh, just happen, you know, like 
I never expect me to be speaking English my life. Trust me, Brazil is not the place we, we're looking for for English. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we don't have expectation to get out of there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I was 26, don't have even passport. Wow. I swear, because I never have this expectation to get out of there. I was December, I did my interview. I run like a crazy to get my passport for February. <laughs> and they were going to be ready just in March. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Quick turnover. So besides, uh, like, let's say, stretching from yoga, what other uh, recovery methods do you use for yourself? Be happy. I yeah. swear. Mental, eh? Mental. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember training in the same place I was not happy, even for the coach or even for the, 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 the people I was around. And I had the experience I have, like, all my friends, all the, the guys like to be there and give me the attention. And make a hell different, like... Mm-hmm. have people tell you to do and because they like you you know and make you happy like mm-hmm. have your weekend okay today you have a, a time to train okay I have a pro, I have a coach even for physical training he says hey what are you gonna do today I'm probably gonna tra- go training but it's not your, your your period for training today you have a rest like who tell me this before never like we, uh, we <laughs> yes. this guy introduced, introduced for us a different thing we have a break in the Wednesdays mm. don't do nothing so what do go drink a beer? <laughs> hey, I'm s i am swear. Yeah. Get a beer, relax. Mm-hmm. We're far from competition, of course. We have mm-hmm. a long break, but mm-hmm. you like a beer, make you happy. Go right. you you like to walk. Go do anything different than put a gear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Change your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so even though know, let's say beer is not necessarily yeah, the best for it, you, but I'm Brazilian, <laughs> sorry. We like beer. Everybody drinks beer. <laughs> Canadians love beer too. It's uh, uh, even though let's say it's not necessarily the best for you from like a nutrition standpoint. Without alcohol, alcohol, don't alcohol. Yeah. Beer is alcohol healthy. Health. <laughs> but because it makes you feel better mentally, it it can help with the recovery process. So as it's a net benefit, let's say. And the mental like you can get a rest, but to go home without you feel a lot of headache you can't do rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I feel a lot of times I have like. Five weeks in home, but my a lot of things over my mind make me stressful. I don't have seen nothing, mm-hmm. and I have one day rest, but my mind's peaceful. It look like oh man, I wake, I I I reborn. Yeah, yeah, I feel that sometimes you know too. I mean? And that that's now the thing come like right now is is more popular from like the coaches, like the guys go help you. There's people trust, there's people don't trust. It's more how you handle, you know. It's like really personal. Mm-hmm. But one thing I remember I did. Even for one club, one club was they, they provide to us was uh, meditation. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. It was a really different thing for me, specifically. I'm hyper to be don't move <laughs> for like 10 minutes, briefing, and if you close your eyes, was a huge challenger. Yeah, it's hard to be still when you're a person who like enjoys martial arts and jujitsu and wants to be just doing things all the time and pushing each other and strangling each other. Practicing stillness is the exact opposite, and it it's, uh, takes a lot of mental discipline to uh, to force yourself to do that and then to feel to start to feel comfortable doing it. Yeah, like learn weight is a thing you need to learn. Doesn't matter if you fight or not. You know what I mean? For example, jiu-jitsu, when you have the same advanced position, you wait a little bit, you can see a lot of things happening. 
Mm. You know, I I have a student from 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 Markham. I remember he was competing first competition ever. Mm-hmm. He passed the guard beautiful. You know, he mm-hmm. got inside the control. I was all outside yelling, wait, wait, yeah. wait. And then he, I just look at him with the eyes like open. Oh my god, this guy is gonna like, he pass over. The guy sweep him, submit him. <laughs> and then he was like, I said same bad words in Portuguese. And <laughs> when they get a submit, and they. He, he looked at me, what's happening, professor? You didn't wait. Mm-hmm. If you wait a little bit, I'm sure he's going to move. And he mm. will not open space for you. So right. you're going to be a step over. Mm. You know what I mean? So and it's that transfer from the ability to uh, meditate and practice stillness to use that skill on the mat when you're practicing jujitsu, where that you can practice stillness in the middle of all the chaos and or look for the opportunities to open for you. Time to breathe. Mm. Best guard, side control. Move on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I always uh, notice time to breathe when I'm out of breath instead of ahead of time where I'm just like, tell, I often start off telling myself, don't forget to breathe, take deep breaths in as you're going. And then at some point I forget that reminder and then maybe 30 seconds or a minute later I, I find myself going, oh, I forgot to breathe. <laughs> I know that. But is it think you sharp rest of the time, you know, like you, you need guidance, you need somebody, uh, Know how to train is a huge difference for your development. Like, I can put it, for example, one thing I, I, I tell you guys, and uh, sometimes I get a piece, we train, you know, throws. Okay, guys, we train, you can do whatever you want. And then you guys sit down, oh, man, we train throws. So <laughs> your mic is fresh of the technique, try at least once. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? But you want to be your comfort zone. That's normal for everybody, but mm-hmm. I, if I saw that, okay, time. Guys, please do that, do that, do that, do that, because that's gonna make you happen. I know people do that. I does, but mm. I know people doesn't. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like how to train is a thing you need to learn as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm not the best coach for sure. I'm far, but uh, I'm Hard really glad to have uh, really good guys around me. Mm-hmm. And there is one guy making me understand this. Was like we had like ten rounds of one minute judo. Mm-hmm. And then he talk, he talks to talk, 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 and uh, they, they, he know everybody. Even we have a short period of training, Sensei Amadeu, and uh, hey, good, okay. Then he like yelling, "You need to do better!" And then he's laughing the fist, and everybody like the, the fire. Okay. On, but you understand what to do. Mm-hmm. Was like we, we are a small group, but was was a savage group, Jesus. <laughs> And uh, I know that the, the, the way you put your mind down there, sometimes you lose because you are in your comfort zone. You don't want to lose. You don't want to throw. You want to get in your stuff. But it's not just that. Mm-hmm. There is a place to have mistakes. Yeah, exactly. You're able to do that. So take advantage of that, that opportunity. But it's not everybody realizing. Take time to realize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disney guidance. Again, I'm still... I'm still process of my development. I love what it does, and uh, I don't want to get out of there because I don't know the different things better. I'm not for the construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but, I feel you. Yeah, I do what I need to do specifically. I have a kids, but if I can still up on top of the mat and uh, with my knowledge, make people happy, and then trust me, you to change lives. Yeah, I feel that, and I'm happy. Martial arts in general, because when I started as a kid, I started with with wrestling, mm-hmm. and I feel like that took me on a whole different trajectory than I, what I was going on before I started, and uh, had a big impact on my life. And then, um, you know, I did stop for a while, um, and 
was focusing on studies and going to school and stuff like that, finding a job and all that regular stuff. And then I feel like I, I lost a little part of myself and was less happy, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I uh, rediscovered jujitsu and got, kind of got back to it, I, uh, I felt like I, fe- I found a part of me again. <laughs> but so I think that's a common story. That's the point. Like for, for more the people, the more people training, I feel like I'm going to poke the Wesley community right now. You was happy when you trained Wesley, but you think you, the technique you have when you train Wesley, you can beat yourself right now with Jiu-Jitsu? No, no, no. You're going to no. get it. You're going to beat yourself from before. Yeah. And it, it comes back to um, <laughs> what we were just talking about before, uh, about being afraid to put yourself out of your comfort zone. When you're in wrestling, you, your goal is to be on top and to pin somebody. And then with jujitsu, it's completely the opposite in, in some ways because you're encouraged to go on your back and use that as a defensive position. And I find myself like a fish out of water when I try to do that. And it's very uncomfortable. And I have to mentally tell myself to go into that position and practice it. Otherwise, I'm never going to get good at it, even though every fiber of my body says, no, don't do that. Get out of that. <laughs> I really understand it, Russian. Like, I was training jiu-jitsu for a while, even though when I turned the black belt. But I was never high performance competed. I never was competing too much in jiu-jitsu. So I moved a place and everybody was fighting as soon as the first time he got a white belt. That key, that window, when you open early, make a huge difference in the future. For example, I have my good friend, Roger. He's, he's, we met in Abu Dhabi. He's moving to Canada too. And uh, we got a competition. He's like, hey, I didn't train for you here. I know because you do this for our life. For you, for you, just one more day you can train. And even for, for the rules, you have the mindset to, to be on the rules. I don't compete so much often. I was until my purple belt was my last competition. And then I, I get my black belt and come back to compete Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I need to train. If I don't train, I don't be comfortable. It's like Judo, I can go without training. Even I get a beat, but I be there. Okay, I know what to do. I know the rules. Done. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning down there, when I get at that, and the people went, smash, smash, smash. Yeah. Man, I remember my first time down there training, I get a guy from Alliance. There is a lot of guys from different clubs, Sagat. Man, I tap like nine times from footlocks. <laughs> like probably five on leg and four for another leg in God. different ways. Now you have the best defense for that, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm getting better for sure. But was like, man, what 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 is that? You know, and there's you look around like I need to go easy and then another monster, another monster. I don't have a you know when you learn by love. Yeah, I don't. I didn't learn by love jujitsu for a period of time. Love. <laughs> Man, I barely get back. They stuff like people beat me, but you learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about? Let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's try to relate jujitsu a little bit back to health again, just mm-hmm. to kind of get back on topic. If we divide health into like different categories, I think one of the biggest components of health is how well you sleep. Sure and how much recovery you can gain from sleeping. How do you find jujitsu is connected to, to sleeping? For, for you, let's say, specifically, does it? There's a matter of sport. You need to sleep. That's the thing, I, my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you recognize all of my past, and don't make me go a little bit far. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find like jujitsu, having practiced jujitsu in the day helps you fall asleep more easily or it doesn't mm-hmm. matter so much? 
no, of course matters. Help you if you have a good like um, commitment of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah, understand like time routine or something. Exactly. For example, soccer is pretty popular in Brazil. Yeah, there is a thing we say down there for if a professional player, if you're going to Rio play down there, probably don't be a good athlete. You know why? How come? Night. Nighttime. Okay. It's so it, much fun. So much thing to do. Every, oh, everybody wants party. <laughs> I see what you mean. I was born down there. Yeah. Man. Every single weekend. I remember like young. I have a competition in the weekend. It was a week party. Yeah. yeah. It's carnival every week. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Like, I love it, of course. I regret never, but mm-hmm. I know if... I had a commitment by myself. If you understand how different it is, even having people tell me, hey, go slow, you don't mm-hmm. much. I know gonna make a big difference in the future, but I did. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot come back and change my, my, my life. Mm-hmm. But for sure, there's a matter of sport, don't suggest uh, martial arts. Like if mm-hmm. you do chest, mm-hmm. man, you need to rest. Right, right. So sleep is upstream of physical activity. And in order to whatever physical activity you're participating in in order to make sure that that's promoting health and promoting, uh, let's say, develop your body's development. Sleep is a non-negotiable. That's in my opinion. You as well, it seems like you agree. And like, do you have any, from your experience, is there any like suggestions you make for people who ask you about sleep in terms of like how much sleep do you need or how do you improve quality of sleep or anything like that? Have you ever thought about that? I never thought, but I can tell... The, for the same thing I, I mentioned before about how you handle your, your, your day, you know, how you mend your mind. If, if you're okay with your mind, you can have a, a peaceful night. Mm-hmm. If you're okay with your, your day, if you're okay with your problems, you can handle your life better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people is different, but... So, so what techniques do you use to, like you said, I, I stay happy. What, so there's meditation, you said. Uh, when, when, I say, when I say stay happy, I don't say I was, I was a sad people. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, in course. general. Of course. Like, it takes practice to uh, control some of the negative thoughts that everybody has all the time, right? For sure, yoga and the meditation helps a lot if you like this stuff. If you don't like it, like, be with your friends, be, be, do whatever you want to you right, like, right. you know. So that social connection with family and friends, that's, that's If you like that. Yeah. They, I know people prefer being home and play video games, but if you <laughs> happy, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you if you're okay with your with yourself mm-hmm. in general, everything go goes well. It's like a snowball, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. You build up momentum. It's like the position when you drill. If you start good, you're gonna finish good. Yeah. If you yeah. start bad, can't can't turn in the, in the middle, but yeah, that's what I tell my clients too <laughs> when we're doing uh, weightlifting. If your starting position for the lift is is good, most likely you will lift the weight no problem and put it back down no problem. But if you start with a bad position, you're end up you're probably not gonna get the weight up. Or if you do, you're gonna strain yourself in some way afterwards. For sure. And I, one thing helps for sure to to live well is the way we eat. You know, eat 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 you know, eat. Yeah. eat. You have a good good way to your diet like. Mm-hmm. I'm bad in diet. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell, but I train. I just train. I, I talk to Mark of that. Yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah. I'm just training because of what I like to eat. If I eat, <laughs> if I eat and don't get a fat, I will never train. So I well, find a good thing. It's <laughs> a common misconception, man. You can't out uh, out compete or out uh, exercise a bad diet. That's my opinion. So looking at you, I don't think you're probably eating that badly. <laughs> I I don't eat much more, but before I was like I get a 200 pounds. 
Oh, okay. Hey. Wait, how old, how, how, what's your height? Oh, uh, you can say in centimeters. Uh, one, one meter, 180. Okay, one, uh, 180 centimeters. So that comes to, I think, I want to say almost six feet. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, so pounds with six feet is okay. It's, uh, but, but I never have been there before. It was was weird for me. Like the, yeah. uh, that in coming like come in top of we talk about well, about happiness. That yeah. was a period of my life I was really sad and, and depressed. Uh-huh. Was when I was in the Middle East and the first time I lived by myself alone, mm-hmm. like no one. Mm-hmm. And um, was a good period down there for, for training, getting better in jujitsu. And even development myself as a professor because I was mm-hmm. given a class for people who don't want to train. Oh, yeah, that's hard, man. Man, it's I've hard. I've had so many clients that hard. don't want to train, but they're paying. <laughs> but I got to pay, of course. But imagine like 7 in the morning, 30 guys in the mat. You have a, a friend help you. No one will be there, even yourself. Wow. <laughs> the guys don't ask you more good morning. They ask you what time they're going to go out. Mm. You know, like... Of course, you, you have to be motivated because you got to pay. But man, I I change half of my salary to have like five guys who want to be there. Of yeah. course, it's, it's not that that account. Yeah, I get it. But there is time. Is people down there because they in in in, in Abu Dhabi they turn jujitsu mandatory in the army and okay. the public school. So okay. if you're military, you want to change your rank, you have to do a bunch of course. Mm-hmm. I was work for in the air force for two years with pilots. They had maps or kind of trainings. Jiu-Jitsu want the training. So if you don't get it, for example, you're a lieutenant, you want to be a captain, you need to be a blue belt. If you don't get a blue belt, you don't turn it. Wow. So you're in your pilot. That you're, you're, so they're you're just doing it because they're forced and not because they have the actual desire to go to, to blue belt. And then the way they makes it really put difficult. It inside, like, yeah. I'm sure half of the population right now, is it is a blue belt down there. They have a, a mandatory services too. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of new thing down there. So they take people from from before. Like I, I give a class for 200 people before. We have a wow. day, we have a, a change belt. We, we promote 2,000 blue belt in once. Oh my I swear. That's a lot. What the best guys. quality? No, far. But numbers. That's right, the one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, unfortunate to turn uh, jiu-jitsu into almost like uh, factory farming. <laughs> but it is. Mm-hmm. Like... They, they 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 are they like to do things like bigger down there like you want to be the biggest yeah they have the tower there tower in the world the biggest I don't <laughs> the, know, islands. the islands yeah. they they do they did I think the biggest youth class in the planet <laughs> I don't know how much people but it was a lot it's in the Guinness actually oh really okay and they 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 provide that yeah like I like the small classes <laughs> no it's nice but like just because one guy the the, the son of the shake down there. The son saw Jiu-Jitsu as a new thing, and his father said, oh, my son's getting better. I'm going to give it to this my, for my people, for my population. Oh, amazing. It's nice. Good idea. It's a good idea, just of course. Execution's a little... Imagine you're 35, like, just bad food, you lazy, and then, hey, you soldier? Yeah, yeah. You want to be your next rank? Put your gear and go train. Right, right. So it's all kind of little pieces of the puzzle. They have to fit together, right? So if your uh, mental state is not great, if how you're eating is not great, then all the physical training, it's not going to undo all the other negative parts of your life. It might help a little bit, but you need everything to be in unison, working together. Harmony, you know, you get harmony between 
the things you make you, you like for example Harmony, yeah. if you're training if you're training to be an athlete you have your period of training find if you feel like somebody if you feel like your day your week don't work well find somebody to guide you mm-hmm. specifically right now with technology you can I can talk to my professor in Brazil and he mm-hmm. in the same time like before I never had that yeah it's amazing and if you want to get better there is a lot of tools it's, it, normally the problem is people don't cannot understand what's going on mm-hmm. or it's a lot of pride that they don't realize mm-hmm. you know like I remember I'm struggling with, with problems in my life and they need for example um, mental health and that you know, I don't know the hell. I don't know the help. You know, I can't fix this alone. But hey, somebody come tell me, man, make a huge difference. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's every aspect of life. There's somebody who's a bit of an expert who has more experience, who's been through probably very similar things and has had like important lessons that you can learn from without having to go through yourself. Listen, listening is a huge thing, dog. Yeah. There. And then this really rare. Like I, I. I learned from my student have six years. I learned exercise. Uh, actually, I was doing uh, my kids' class. Mm-hmm. I say, guys, crawl. And then I saw the other side. They want to the professor. We can do crawl backwards. So, what? <laughs> did this show me. So hard. <laughs> Everybody crawl backwards. Now I'm putting my class. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Whatever you do forwards, you got to do backwards. Whatever you go to left, you got to go to the right. <laughs> you have a bad side because you never trained before. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I, uh, when I make uh, scrambled eggs, I sometimes train scrambling with my left arm. <laughs> side. How, how, I can do super fast with my right side and my left side the car is from like... The side. No, I know. It's like, it's coordination. It's funny and it's fun how the body can adapt and and uh, getting better yeah. like i i really like to tell my students when they train like car wheels so is it for training because i feel if you never have uh, i have to do a throw class judo class and you never nobody throw you in your life before so you never put yourself in the opposite sides yeah people are scared of that of course so car yeah. wheel i never did car wheel okay <laughs> I, I i studied how to train like Best car wheel, like basic, you know, step by yeah, step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they see like so never do car wheel before, and then they do the same, first time. They're so happy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like being a kid again. <laughs> but it is. But it's there. Maybe you never realize it. Nobody could guide you, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. just a hand here, hand there, and jump. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel okay. I'm gonna stand up and do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a simple thing, but it can make a big difference in someone's uh, training, and then. Over, like maybe, yeah, even overall well being, <laughs> you know, mental uh, and physical. It's fun. Like, when you, I remember, it doesn't matter what it does, when you have some people instruct you, like, remember your math class. I'm sure everybody has that. The, the nice professor in the school mm-hmm. for the worst, worst thing you need to study, but they're so nice. They turn this so nice because he's there. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you turn to love the thing. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I mean? It all depends on the teacher. I used to have a great math teacher and I used to love going to math class. And I used to have a horrible history teacher and I hated that going to history class to learn about history. Now I never use math in day-to-day life, at least not the high school math. You just use basic one plus one equals two for, you know, purchasing food and like paying. No, because right? for passing guard. Yeah. <laughs> that too, but like I, but I love history now because I've like found other teachers who are able to teach it in a way that's exciting to me. And I, I like, like love learning about that. So it all comes down to the teacher and who's, uh, you know, guiding you through the process. So I'll just say that I'm grateful to have you as a teacher because wow, you've been pretty good in 
making the dots connect for me because and when you start off you're just like you're blind you're just reaching out you're trying to find something <laughs> i know <laughs> and you find maybe two rocks <laughs> with your eyes closed you've been able to help me to figure out how to build how everything connects together which is nice and then like we um were talking about before is you've been good at uh, just like even at the ends of classes, uh, adding a little bit of recovery at the end, which is which is very important and is something that get, gets forgotten uh, oftentimes with other instructors. And I appreciate you for not uh, for incorporating that as well. Like I said, I, I have good guys and bad guys, and from both I learn a lot. Like mm -hmm. I cannot tell one person I have to help me, but it's a bunch. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy how knowledge and uh, can help you, you know, and uh, when you have a guidance, I say guidance all the time because that's I have on my life. Uh, mm -hmm. I I was I was studying, like you said, the normal the normal procedure of life, like school, university. I was doing physical education in Brazil. Is there university thing down there? I know for you guys it's not. If you here do a course for a weekend and you can work in like yeah yeah for, 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 for certain training years yeah yeah and uh, yeah you can do kinesiology here here in Canada as well which is kind of like the university mm -hmm. education version of that but uh, you don't need it to let's say get a job or something but I hate it like to to sit down and uh, start to look somebody talk I remember like Fridays Monday, <laughs> Friday Mondays we have an atomic <laughs> class in university and uh, I, I was having my scholarship. And I was studying with a friend. He's in Abu Dhabi, as well. Actually, if he's not here, I will never go there. He get it stolen. That's the why you get an interview. <laughs> I'll tell after one, but you get it after twenty. You're in the same club, seven in the morning. You sit and the guy take like a piece of them. This one is here, and then you start to melt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a <laughs> no, 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 no. But this guy, he got it stolen in Rio, and then he was working to building a mats in the hotel. Was the same match the the the, the company for the interview rent, wow. and he has like a, a the, the years like cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower. Yeah, you, you fight jujitsu? No, no, I'm a judo player. I'm trained because the club was part in Brazil is is like uh, no profitable. Like they give they provide judo for poor, poor areas in Rio. Okay, non-profit organization. Exactly, but it's a big one, and there's a big guy behind that. It's really popular in Brazil. He's an Olympic athlete, Fabio Canto. Okay. And they meet each other and put, put us to go there to do a, a judo presentation. Then they invite us to go to the interview. Oh, like wow. I got there at 9 in the morning to do a physical uh, judo presentation. I left it 1 a.m. The, the day after yeah. with a job in Abu Dhabi. Amazing. No, amazing, man. I was getting scared. It's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. But uh, martial arts is amazing. Yeah. How connect people, how change people that's what i was just gonna say it's uh, unbelievable how how martial arts can change the trajectory of someone's life for usually for something better like i don't know if i can make the absolute statement that it's always better sometimes maybe not maybe a, a bad person learns martial arts and is able to use it in a negative way on other people that happens very rarely i'm sure <laughs> if they bad they're gonna turn better because you just make smart if you if you even if you don't want that you need to to be smart and uh, yeah I'm I'm really glad for that sport and you have this before bad people you still have it right now but it's not about the sports it's about each one and sometimes it's just bad because again you can have mm -hmm. you cannot have a guidance you have nobody mm -hmm. well the thing about it is even though it's an individual sport 
it's really just it's a team sport because you can't practice it by yourself. <laughs> you need you need people. <laughs> to practice. You can buy them and train, but you don't get a better as fast if you have somebody to right. push you and right. like beat you down there. Exactly. You're not going to have the mental motivation to practice on a dummy that you will to practice with another dummies. human being. <laughs> I think now it's the hugest uh, uh, sailing. Is dumb. Like everybody get a dumb. No. <laughs> everybody has a dumb home. Yeah, <laughs> but they never use. It's no, just collecting no, no, dust. No. <laughs> I had a professor. Hey, professor, I want to do some drills in home for my dumb man. The the gym's open. Yeah, <laughs> go down yeah. there and train. Throw this in the guy. Yeah, I want to get a bad. Go get a bad in the gym, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I see him. I, I agree with that. But uh, I guess what I wanted to finish off with saying is like how jujitsu is a tool. Mm-hmm. Tools can be good or bad. You know, you can have a hammer and you build a house with it, or you can hit somebody in the head and cause some damage. <laughs> so, uh, and with uh, when with regards to like health and fitness, we can use jujitsu to improve our health and to improve our fitness. But it comes with the right approach, right? We talked about you need to have enough sleep and recovery to make sure that the damage you're doing from practicing jujitsu is uh, is um, something that you can manage and you can come back to. We talked about the physical activity. Jiu-Jitsu gives you a lot of physical activity, but maybe there's a lot of repetitive stuff that can cause damage. So some of the stretching uh, can help undo and mitigate the injuries that you could have from um, from practicing Jiu-Jitsu. Then you could practice Jiu-Jitsu by yourself on a dummy, but then you don't have the social connections of like practicing with another human, with your whole team, and improving... Um, yeah, your your community, your network of people in your life, and that's a huge component of it that I'm reaping the benefits of now. Like like you are here talking to me, and then what other aspects? Like even the, the so I, I like to I just want to cover all the aspects of health that I think of a lot of. So I, I said sleep, physical activity, um, the social connections. Then that one thing I like to think of is the environment because I like to think of the human organism and the environment that they're in, and just due to like the changes that we've gone through in the last hundred years or so, or even longer, I would say, um, the human organism has almost moved itself from the environment that it evolved in. So that environment is so different from what we're involved in that an organism out of its environment gets sick easier, in my opinion. So putting it back in this, not that jujitsu is like the environment that we, um, <laughs> let's say, evolved in, but human history has a lot of physical violence. So introducing yourself to that physical violence through controlled uh, settings like the jiu-jitsu uh, gym, like the mat with, with other people where you practice safely, I think that also uh, brings back a little bit of that like ancestral way of living that we used to be a part of that we don't get as much of. And I think that contributes to health, at least to mental health in, in some ways, in, in many ways. In fact, and I guess the last thing I, I we didn't necessarily touch on is is nutrition and mm-hmm. like what you we talked a little bit about it. I guess you said mm-hmm. your, your uh, nutrition needs a little bit of help, help. But um, you know, if you're not fueling your body with the right uh, nutrients, then pop, pop, like the other things almost fall apart as as well. Any like last last thoughts about uh, all all of that? Like come to jitsu training. Like doesn't matter where. Can come truck, they will be better. But yeah. <laughs> this is like, like you said, it's a huge tool. More, there is more benefits than than bad things. Oh, for sure. But it's still, it's still not to cover your face. It's still amazing. 
amazing sport and oh, yeah. uh, changed my life. Changed, I'm sure, changed life for another pair of people and it's still changed for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it like saves a lot of lives in terms of like, like I said, just changing the trajectory of somebody who was going to go maybe in the wrong direction and maybe cause some damage to themselves and like the people around them in their lives. And then it totally changes the trajectory to something where they're like achieving for something greater, something bigger for themselves and turning into a positive person that influences the people around them to towards that positive light as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so glad that I discovered this sport. I'm so glad I discovered the community and everything. So appreciate you for being here. Appreciate you uh, sharing your time with me and your uh, wisdom and knowledge. And I'll probably ask you to come back and do this one more time. For sure. Really appreciate Next time you'll be a black belt in, oh, in English. No, man, no, that's going to be so long. No, that's, <laughs> that's that's to get my step by step. I'm going to talk better when I get my brown belt. But yeah. thank you for you inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, really, for me, it's a pleasure to talk about Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, because it's my life, turn my life. Even, even I don't want to tell, but it's turn my life. Like, pay my bills, make me go far, make me visit places, make me speak another language, make me have kids. Like, yeah. if it's not Jiu-Jitsu, I don't, I don't be here, I don't met my wife, I don't have the wonderful kids I have. Wow, that's amazing. And um, I'm really glad for, for everything. God give it to me mm-hmm. and even for the people who try to around me because alone you, you never go anywhere yeah yeah we all stand <laughs> on the shoulders of giants hey. I think that's true true for everybody you know all the people that came before us they laid down the groundwork for us to go on the path that we're on now and I, I hope I can pass all my, my knowledge before I die for you <laughs> <laughs> oh you're passing it on no problem I'm, I'm getting better yeah I'll tell you a little bit about uh, the Sunday class, uh, Sunday roll yesterday, a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, like I said, connecting dots and able to apply the things you're teaching me, which is a first. I feel like uh, I'm finally <laughs> making some of these things, so uh, some of these progresses that I was told is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, for me, I know it's my job, but I, I love to see the development. So if I see somebody do something can make works, I don't say. Because that is my thing, but yeah, work for you was well, good, man. Yes, yeah. you know, pay my salary. <laughs> I'm the same as a uh, same way with with personal training, right? I'm so happy to see uh, clients make uh, uh, like uh, accomplish things, goals that they set for themselves. Like somebody wants to do a pull up and they get their first pull up or push up, or if they want to squat like some weight that's really heavy, like body weight uh, squat with the weight of their body weight on their shoulders. And be able to do that when I see it happen for the first time, it, it uh, warms my heart and makes it worth doing what I'm doing. So I, I share that uh, I share that sentiment with you. Make you happy, make you happy. So mm-hmm. happiness again. Yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Gabriel, for joining me. Talk again soon. Us, us. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Thanks again for watching or listening till the end of the podcast. If you have any follow-up questions or comments, please reach out and let me clear up any uncertainty. Either leave a comment or send an email to newsletter at jmartfit.com. That's all I have for you today, ladies and gents. Connect with me on social media at jmartfit on Instagram and Twitter and jmartmoves on Facebook. Or get my free bodyweight training program through subscribepage.com slash bodybasics. Jmart out!